Have you been thinking about adding more omega-3 to your diet? Orlo is a future-forward example of how it's possible to minimize environmental impact while maximizing nutritional yield using the power of artificial intelligence. Every one-month supply saves 110 pelagic fish and prevents 1.1 kilos of CO2 from entering the atmosphere. And since the products are minimally processed, they retain their polar lipid structure, delivering three times the absorption of other fish and algae omegas without the fishy burps. Visit OrloNutrition.com to learn more. And listeners of Nutrition Without Compromise receive a 10% discount on their first order. That's an extra 10%. Just use the code NWC10 at checkout. That's OrloNutrition.com and the coupon code is NWC10. Orlo Nutrition, because nutrition shouldn't be an either or. Welcome to Nutrition Without Compromise, a podcast brought to you by Orlo Nutrition. We believe that nutrition shouldn't be an either or, that you should never have to sacrifice your morals for your health or that of our home planet. Join natural products veteran Karina Belizzi and experts from around the globe as they discuss healthy solutions that are better for you and better for the planet. Hello and welcome to Nutrition Without Compromise. This is part two of a four-podcast series on Dr. William Lee's New York Times bestseller, Eat to Beat Disease, the new science of how your body can heal itself, and also his online course of the same name. This springboards from our interview with Dr. William Lee, which was episode number three. In that interview, we learned that Dr. Lee hosts free masterclasses on the topics covered in his book. In this work, Dr. Lee invites us to fall in love with food again and choose the right foods to support a long, happy, and healthy life. If you are new to the series and this podcast, and if you haven't heard Dr. Lee's guest appearance on Nutrition Without Compromise, I encourage you to go back to Episode 3, give that show a listen, and come right back here to this series. For your convenience, the episodes are listed in chronologic order in our show notes for this episode. So if you're listening to this show on your favorite podcast platform, you can go to the show notes, click the first link, and get started. Okay, about this course. Throughout this course, Dr. Lee covers the five groundbreaking health defense systems of the body that he identified in Eat to Beat Disease. To refresh your memory, they are angiogenesis, or healthy creation of blood vessels, stem cells, which allow all your systems to regenerate. The microbiome, which helps us digest our food and assimilate nutrients. DNA protection, which ensures mutations don't take hold and ravage our bodies. And fifth, the immune system, which ensures that infections don't rage out of control either. He talks about the foods that activate your health defense systems, sharing from research studies on human populations and every week he supplies insights and provides ideas for how you can incorporate life-supporting foods into your diet as he invites us all to fall in love with food again. So let's get into week two. This week kicks off with a 25-minute video in which Dr. Lee shares how he eats. He considers food an exploration of things that he enjoys and which will stimulate the five health defense systems. We learn about the bounty of foods and beverages that he enjoys in the day-to-day, which includes the green tea that he drinks all day long, 
and a couple cups of coffee a day as well that he drinks black. He focuses on mostly eating plants, but admits that he eats a little bit of everything. The one thing that he avoids at all costs is processed meats like hot dogs, pepperoni, and other, let's just call them meat-like substances, similar to the food-like substances that we talked about last week. When dining out, he counsels us to eat foods that we easily recognize with a wide variety of nutritious elements that feed the body's five defenses. He notes that salads that include bitter leafy greens like arugula or kale, all sorts of mushrooms, and a simple stir-fry or Mediterranean meal with lean protein and loads of veggies are all great choices when dining out. He also notes that breakfast is not the most important meal of the day, and that skipping that meal can be okay. But he points out an interesting fact that may have colored our perception up to this moment. Did you know that it was breakfast cereal companies who funded the research that told us that breakfast was the most important meal of the day? Perhaps they were motivated to produce certain results. A question comes up as you consider all of this work, and that is, is it really possible to eat the foods in appropriate amounts to get the benefits from them? And to that, Dr. Lee answers, of course. So let's talk about food dosing. How much should you eat? Over what period? In his book, chapter 15, covers food dosing specifically. He distills the research that he has read into this work. He shares optimal food doses, and he shares a similar chart with those taking this course in our workbook. So if you have the book, flip to chapter 15 and explore. He again echoes that he consumes four to six cups of green tea a day and often drinks it all day long. A question you often hear is whether that should be in addition to water because tea can be a mild diuretic. He doesn't worry so much about that because it is such a small and mild effect. Here are some simple dosing recommendations as it relates to food as examples. Two cups of coffee a day lowers the risk of heart disease. A cup and a half of strawberries helps people who have lupus. Two servings of nuts at 10 to 15 nuts per serving, depending on the nut, is incredibly healthy. It's when we consume a wide variety of foods that we truly support our body's natural health-promoting mechanisms, activating all five of our health defenses. But still, too much of a good thing can actually be a bad thing too. It's just really hard to get to that point with certain foods, like green tea. You could, for example, consume a whole heck of a lot of dark chocolate, but that dark chocolate might have a fair amount of sugar in it, so you'd want to eat that in moderation. To his point, as we covered in last week's episode, an 80% dark or higher chocolate is a great health-promoting chocolate. The reality is you consume a square of a super dark chocolate like that, and you aren't going to want to eat the whole bar. Though it is really hard to get to the point where certain foods like green tea are simply over-impacted in your diet, the term for that is hormesis. It's the point at which you get diminishing returns or a lessening positive impact or even a negative impact from having too much of a good thing. So consume foods in moderation. Choose foods that are a wide variety, a bounty of foods. So what should we eat and what should we avoid? As we cover what to eat, Dr. Lee goes through 10 distinct food products that we should consider. Diversity is really important. 
So if you slip or enjoy an occasional hot dog or soda, your five health defenses can protect you. Try adding these 10 foods to your diet in abundance. Number one, leafy greens. This could be anything from broccoli, which is high in sulforaphanes, to the sprouts of broccoli, to arugula or kale, Tuscan kale or dinosaur kale, which is that kale with a pebbly texture that looks almost scaly. Swiss chard, another great cruciferous vegetable that is also high in sulforaphanes. Number two, mushrooms. A treasure from the forest, mushrooms have an incredible bounty and variety. They include beta-glucans and support your immune system. And did you know that they contain vitamin D3? You can even improve their vitamin D3 levels just by setting them out in the sun for a half hour before eating them. Number three, tomatoes. Tomatoes originated in South America. They were originally gold in color, which is why their name is pomodoro, apple of gold in Italian. Tomatoes contain lectin and they're good for you. They are not bad for you because they contain lectins. You see, there are hundreds of lectins and the lectins tomatoes contain are not harmful in your body. Some people say that they are related to nightshades and are therefore harmful. But while the leaves of tomatoes may be similar in their look to nightshades, they are not actually related. They are beneficial to your health. They contain vitamin C and lycopene. People who consume them have a lower risk of certain cancers as a result. Number four, tree nuts. Tree nuts are great sources of dietary fiber, which our gut microbiome loves. They also contain long-chain polyunsaturated fatty acids, or LC-PUFAs, and short-chain fatty acids, or SCEFAs, which are beneficial to our health. People who consume tree nuts two times a week have had a 57% lower incidence of fatality when in chemotherapy treatment. He notes that you can even crush them and sprinkle them on foods you enjoy. I do this with cacao nibs. I love them on salads and in my yogurts. Number five, tea. The second most popular beverage in the world. This single shrub produces white tea in the spring, green tea in the rest of the season, and black tea as it oxidizes or ferments. It contains polyphenols, EGCG or epigallocatechin gallate, and caffeine. White tea has less caffeine than green tea or black teas because it comes earlier in the season before the tea has produced as much caffeine to ward off pests. But they all come from that same shrub, Camellia sinensis. You can make your own hot tea and chill it, or even make a sun tea to later serve chilled in summer months. Matcha tea is a super potent green tea that is basically powdered green tea leaves. Black teas also support the immune system. Like coffee, he advises not to put dairy or sugar in tea. You see, dairy binds to the catechins and changes their chemical structure, making them less beneficial. Number six, coffee. The darker the roast, the lower the chlorogenic acid, which is a highly beneficial component of coffee. Adding dairy to coffee reduces its positive effects because it binds to the chlorogenic acid. Darker roasts also have lower acidity of the coffee and lower caffeine levels. He advises against decaffeinated coffee specifically because solvents are often used to decaffeinate the coffee. The processing would also lower the beneficial compounds in the coffee, including that chlorogenic acid. Two to three cups per day is both health-promoting and recommended. 
You can consume more if you like, as long as it doesn't impede your sleep. Number seven, chocolate. The darker, the better. While it is a confection, the cacao is packed with polyphenols, flavanols, and proanthocyanidin. Proanthocyanidins are powerful polyphenols that promote your health. Focus on getting 80% or higher potency when you pick your favorite dark chocolate. But you can even use hot cocoa and receive the same benefit. I would just advise in that case that you get the cacao powder and mix it with a little bit of sweetener. Try to keep it on the lighter end so that you'll get all the benefit without too much sugar. Chocolate is good for your heart. It supports your blood flow and healthy blood vessels. And research has even shown it to be anti-cancer. Number eight, berries. Strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, and blackberries are all readily available in the summer months and have been proven to support health on numerous levels. Organic is always best when it comes to these fruits because the fruit will produce more ellagic acid to fend off pests. You can bake with berries, eat them raw, freeze them, add them to your smoothies. There's really no limit. Number nine, pomegranate. Pomegranate is high in elagitanins, which cause us to secrete mucus in our gut, providing an ideal growing condition for certain species of healthy gut bacteria like Acromantia mucinophila, which has been shown to be powerfully anti-cancer. And last but not least, number 10, kiwi, a fruit of New Zealand. When consumed daily, it promotes healthy gut bacteria and protects your DNA from being damaged. As little as one kiwi a day does this important work. You can consume the golden or green varieties. Both are great. Have you been thinking about adding more omega-3 to your diet? Orlo is a future-forward example of how it's possible to minimize environmental impact while maximizing nutritional yield using the power of artificial intelligence. Every one-month supply saves 110 pelagic fish and prevents 1.1 kilos of CO2 from entering the atmosphere. And since the products are minimally processed, they retain their polar lipid structure, delivering three times the absorption of other fish and algae omegas without the fishy burps. Visit orlonutrition.com to learn more. And listeners of Nutrition Without Compromise receive a 10% discount on their first order. That's an extra 10%. Just use the code NWC10 at checkout. That's orlonutrition.com and the coupon code is NWC10. Orlo Nutrition, because nutrition shouldn't be an either or. What not to eat. Here, we're limiting the list to three. It's really quite simple. First, don't drink sodas. Too much sugar or artificial sweetener is bad for you. The artificial sweeteners damage your gut microbiome. Find a healthier alternative to sodas. Don't look back. Number two, processed meats. Hot dogs, salami, pepperoni, ultimately all of those processed meats. The World Health Organization says that they are carcinogenic or cancer-causing. Avoid them. Leave them out of your diet. Get something fresh and pure. Number three, overly processed foods. This includes things like trans fats, foods laden with chemicals and fried foods, what I have termed food-like substances. While they are edible, that doesn't mean they are good for you. Let's not consider them food. That's it. The list is not long, which should inspire you to choose more of the healthy and cut out more of the unhealthy. So how do you shop for healthy food? 
One thing I have always recommended is to shop local and shop at farmer's markets. If you have one in your area, it's a great easy way to get great food that is local to you. This enables you to reduce your carbon imprint, promote local economies, and ensure you're getting a variety of foods that are importantly in season. You can take a picture of the healthy foods listed in your course guide or in the book Eat to Beat Disease and go shopping for that rainbow of colors. By keeping this list on your phone, you can easily reference it as you shop. I like to shop farmer's markets once or twice a week to buy my produce, then head to the grocery store for items that I wasn't able to find from my local farmer's markets. If you head to the grocery store, start with the produce, then move on to other areas of the market. Buy what you plan to consume over the course of one week or less. That way you keep foods in stock in your fridge that are fresh and you don't overload your refrigerator. Shopping this way will reduce your food waste too. When you head to fish and seafood, if you happen to consume meat, fish and other seafood provide a healthy protein source. Fresh fish should not smell fishy. It should never smell fishy. Wild sources are best, especially when it comes to salmon. Consider shellfish like mussels or clams, and if you buy fish, select fish that includes the skin and cook it whole. This ensures the omega-3 in the fish skin gets into the flesh as it cooks. Be aware that the larger the fish, the higher the levels of contaminants, so you will want to limit exposure to those contaminants. If you are a frequent fish eater, you may even want to have your heavy metals checked, particularly for the heavy metal mercury. Dr. Lee notes that he loves razor clams, oysters, and softshell crabs. Consuming three ounces of seafood two to three times a week is supportive of health overall. The less you do to a fish, the better it is. Simple cooking with lemon, garlic, basil, or your favorite herbs is best. Don't fry your seafood. You negate some of its goodness in so doing. My favorite fish to cook are whole wild salmon and whole wild trout. I simply coat them lightly in olive oil, sprinkle them with pink Himalayan salt or sea salt, crack some pepper over them, and put lemon wedges inside their bodies with a few fresh basil leaves and call it a day. I cook them in the oven at 350 until their eyes turn white. I check the flesh for finish and let it rest before serving. Personally, I rarely eat fish these days, but when I do, I want to make sure that I do it right. And I agree with Dr. Lee here, less is more. Preserve as much of the fish as possible and enjoy every morsel. Moving on to breads. Breads, like sourdough and pumpernickel, contain lactobacillus, which supports gut health, even though it has been cooked. You will receive benefits from eating these breads in moderation. And as you continue down the store aisles, move on to dairy. While some are dairy-sensitive, like me, and while Dr. Lee has advised against adding milk to your coffee or tea, Dairy isn't necessarily a bad food to consume. If you aren't intolerant, it contains protein, fat, and other nutrients. Yogurt is a fermented dairy product that has a lot of healthy gut bacteria and supports your overall health. Try to keep to the versions that are not sweetened. Get it plain, not with the added fruit in the bottom. You can add fruit at home, cacao nibs, and even dried fruit. Adding a little honey is also a great way to sweeten it up and make it a delectable treat. Moving through the dairy to cheese. Did you know that vitamin K2 is present in cheeses like Gouda, Swiss cheese, or Emmentaler, and Brie? It's anti-angiogenic, 
reducing the risk of several cancers. Here I'm going to a bit of commentary on my own because vitamin K2 is a thing I know a little bit about. It is a critical fat-soluble vitamin that helps your body use calcium where it's needed in your bones and teeth, keeping it away from your soft tissues. If you consume extra vitamin D3, it's a good idea to also ensure that you're getting plenty of vitamin K2. Okay, back to Dr. Lee. You may have heard that you need to avoid the center aisles of the grocery store. Heck, I know I'm guilty of advising the same. But to his point, you don't need to avoid the middle aisles. Just be sure to go for the good stuff. Think about olive oil, tinned fish or sardines and anchovies, dried spices. Use your shopping list from Eat to Beat Disease. What you'll want to avoid is buying foods with artificial ingredients, chemicals you can barely pronounce, and artificial sweeteners. Those things are just bad for your gut health and they're bad for you. When you get all of your groceries home, don't forget to wash your fruits and veggies to remove harmful bacteria and pesticides. You can wash them with running water for 60 seconds, as Dr. Lee advises, or you can even use a produce wash. Some people simply add a bit of vinegar to create a food soak that they then rinse with clean water. Washing to remove debris, soil, and harmful bacteria is a really good idea, but don't forget to dry it before you put it back in your refrigerator. So, are you ready to get cooking? If you listened to last week's episode, you'll remember that Dr. Lee reminds us that microwaving is not good, especially for starches and carbohydrates, as they turn into polymers when microwaved. That's right, plastic. He advises us not to overboil our veggies unless making a soup, as most of the nutrients actually end up in the water that you then throw away. Steam your veggies or boil them briefly for around 60 seconds, removing them when they are bright green or vibrant in color. So, what weakens our health defenses? Remember, our five health defenses are angiogenesis, which is our ability to build blood vessels, stem cells, which helps our bodies repair and regenerate, the microbiome, which helps us digest our food, DNA protection, which keeps our genetic code from mutating, and our immune system, which ensures we can fend off bad bacteria and viruses. When these systems are weak, we become sick. So what factors in our lives harm our health defenses? First, smoking. Tobacco, e-cigarettes, wood smoke, secondhand smoke, or even thirdhand smoke. It really doesn't matter. Each of these things is really bad for our health. Cats of smokers can even get cancer of the mouth by licking their fur. This is a demonstration of exposure to third-hand smoke. Exposure to fumes, including off-gassing from new cars, new carpet, or even new furniture is also terrible for you. They cause DNA damage. Excessive sunlight exposure, even through windows, whether on a plane or in a car. Do your best to avoid excessive sunlight exposure. Work-related exposure to toxins also impacts us. Examples include working with paint, art supplies. If you're in a nail salon or if you do woodworking, these sorts of things are exposure. Inactivity is also bad for your gut microbiome and it's terrible for your stem cells, so be sure to get up and get moving each day. Sleep deprivation or lack of restful sleep also damages all of your health defenses. If you have sleep apnea, lack of restful sleep can cause a cascade of health issues. This can be diagnosed by your doctor. 
So if you're waking up unrested, talk to them about your sleep issues. You may have a snoring problem, and you may have a snoring problem that's bigger than you had thought. Obesity can also take down our health defenses. The presence of excessive fat can lead to greater inflammation, depressed immune systems, and conditions like sleep apnea, which erodes our health. Cooking on a grill or the stove can also result in oxidized fats and smoke. Don't lean over the stove or grill. Step back if you can while the food cooks, or at least don't hover over your food. This will limit your inhaling of the oxidized fats and smoke. Ultra-processed foods and artificial sweeteners can also take down your health defenses, especially avoid things that contain chemical ingredients with long, difficult-to-read names, artificial colors, and preservatives or processed meats like hot dogs. Avoid excessive salt. Avoid trans fats. And don't drink too much. Excessive drinking of alcoholic beverages is a problem. One beer or one glass of red wine can promote health, but excessive drinking impairs stem cells. It impairs healthy angiogenesis and it damages your microbiome. So let's be honest with ourselves and limit our consumption of alcoholic beverages so that we can optimize all of our healths. Now, before we close today, I am going to do what I will refer to as a Dr. Lee speed round. He has his top foods and practices to reduce health risks. And so I'm going to run through this quickly. This mostly came from his office hours, just so you get a taste of what more you might receive through following his content, whether it be on social media, in his office hours, or on a mastermind class. Here goes. Soy. Aim to consume 10 grams of soy protein per day to reduce health risks. Tree nuts. Reduce the risk of colorectal cancers by consuming two servings a week. Spinach, one cup per day improves your circulation due to natural nitrates. Tomatoes, tomatoes are an excellent nutrition source. Consume cooked tomato sauce for the best effect. One half cup is a great dose and easily manageable as marinara or tomato sauce. Potatoes, potatoes aren't all bad. Purple potatoes in particular can help combat colon cancer stem cells. Green tea. Consuming green tea regularly lowers your risk for developing cancers. Stone fruit skins are powerfully health-promoting and anti-cancer. Eat dried apricots so you can consume easily more than one. Cruciferous vegetables. Broccoli, kale, bok choy, Brussels sprouts. All of these veggies will be covered in greater detail in future sections. They all contain sulforaphanes, which is hugely beneficial to your overall health. Fish. Consume three ounces of fish two to three times a week to promote your health. Provide healthy nutrients, omega-3s, and protein. This frequency promotes health and reduces risks. Dark chocolate. 80% plus dark chocolate is rich in flavanols, which stimulates the five health defenses. As little as one square a day can promote your overall health. Beet juice. Beet juice is high in nitrates, which becomes nitric oxide once consumed. We covered this a bit in last week's session. This supports the dilation of blood vessels and may even reduce your likelihood of developing Alzheimer's disease and other circulatory disorders. Soil-based nitrates that are present in beets are different than nitrates that are added to certain meats like hot dogs. You don't need to worry about nitrates from beets. 
eat them up plenty, chew them well, or just drink beet juice. Foods that are rich in vitamin C actually lower inflammation, so eat more of them. Olives, olive oils, they contain hydroxytyrosol, which boosts your immune system. Oysters. Oysters are a great source of protein and they boost your immune system. Eat organic when possible. This will mean you get more of the good stuff, like chlorogenic acid, which the fruits you consume create to repel pests. Chlorogenic acid is present in apples, coffee, and many other fruits, supporting your overall health. Intermittent fasting is a healthy break from consuming foods to help your body reboot and repel disease. Not eating from late dinner to breakfast can serve as your intermittent fast, but you might want to try longer stretches as you advance. Don't overeat. Eat more slowly and chew thoroughly to avoid overeating. Stop eating when you're 80% full. Commit to saying goodbye to the clean plate brigade. It's of no service to you. And lastly, long COVID symptoms are wide ranging. Eating foods that support your five defenses can help. Dark chocolate, beets, spinach, fruit skins, green tea, and good sleep are all your tools. So, if you made it this far, I want to encourage you to open your mind to discovery. Subscribe to the show so you're sure to be alerted when the next episode in this series drops. And be sure to reach out with any questions that you have about what I've shared thus far. You can reach me directly by sending a note to hello at orlonutrition.com. And in the spirit of Dr. Lee's work, I'm going to ask you to raise a single glass of wine a beer, or a cup of black coffee or tea as I say my parting words. Here's to your health. Thanks for listening to Nutrition Without Compromise. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to learn more, visit orlonutrition.com and join our mailing list. You'll gain access to complete show notes, features, and informative blogs because nutrition shouldn't be an either-or.